0: Hey everybody, I'm Kylie Iris, and I'm Sonia, and you're watching The Dirty Dirty Truth. Truth. Holy shit brothers. Second time's a charm. <laughs> this is our second time
1: <laughs> filming this episode. The first time we filmed for probably two hours and realized at the end that Sonia's mic was turned off the whole time <laughs> so that's great. And we also tried to edit all the footage for like two hours also. Oh it was it was a bad time. Yeah. But anyways that's in the past. We're gonna move forward. This is crazy that this is our first episode. It feels like our tenth. <laughs> yeah. We've done this so many times. Before we get started I just gotta do a quick Little disclaimer I sound really raspy today. I don't know why. So just ignore my voice and pretend I don't sound like a man. That would be appreciated. Holy shit, this is a new chapter of our lives. We've been wanting to start a podcast for probably like six months. And every time we hang out, we just like mention about it and talk about it. A couple months ago, we finally decided, let's stop talking and start doing. We started slowly buying everything and it came together and then we just let it sit for a couple weeks. And now here we
0: are. It was also extremely hard because apparently every single person around the globe during quarantine wanted to start a podcast. Literally everything was sold out. Finding
1: a mic was like extremely hard. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, my name is Kylie Iris. I am a content creator on YouTube or TikTok or whatever social media platform you might have watched me on prior to this podcast. I've been doing short form comedy for a couple years now but over the years i also wanted to add on some long form content to give more value so i thought a podcast was a great way to do that i've been listening to podcasts for the past couple years and they've really changed my life so i'm really excited to start my own obviously the people that are listening to this right now and know me from other platforms you probably have seen more of the childish comedy side of me <laughs> which obviously is a huge part of who i am but I'm also really excited to show you the more intelligent side of me and just
0: get to know me and my life and hopefully help yours out a little bit further. I, I don't do anything yet. <laughs> Um, but obviously Guys, this is my best friend. She does do something. She's I my post my on Instagram occasionally <laughs> <laughs> once or twice like a year. But um obviously I'm here starting a podcast because I think we have a lot to offer. We have a pretty uh heavy past, if I do say so myself. Yes, yeah, so we're I
1: definitely think- not the average eighteen and nineteen year old. Yeah.
0: We have a lot of knowledge to offer so Mm -hmm. that's why i'm here
1: another thing that's gonna like make our podcast stand out from every other podcast is we you know we connect with a lot of people in both generations Mm -hmm. we're mentally pretty old Mm -hmm. but we're also youthful so we work and this day and age like everyone is swamped with instant gratification Every social media platform gives you so much short-form content where you're just craving instant gratification. And that's why I think podcasts are super important because it's really good to learn, but who the fuck wants to learn from a boring lecture that's why our podcast is going to be lit because we're going to give you entertainment and value Mm. which is something i feel like not a lot of other people (laughs) offer. it's either one or the other but we're going to give you both if you're older or younger listening to this you're like what the fuck are these two 18 and 19 year old teenagers gonna teach me about (laughs) life okay i get it we are both very young, but we are both a lot mentally older than we really are. We have both been through so much shit that has kind of forced us to mature and grow up a lot quicker than the average people our age. Anyway, so that's like the first segment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that's, we're rusty. Okay, this is our... like a school pre- presentation. <laughs> Okay, so that's the first line. Um, Guys, so we're yeah. this. <laughs> Bear with us the
1: first couple episodes as we try to find our groove. Hey, this episode's a lot better than the first one we produced.
0: We also, we also got a lot better, like, the longer that we were filming for. Because I feel like the first segment, like, the first two segments were like, uh... And then we yeah, were like well, scared, Pick yeah. me up. But we, then, as we warmed
1: up a little, we it We kind of got the
0: hang of it. We yeah, took we, a five day break. We lost it all. But we're back. <laughs> we're back. If you want to know, we spent
1: three and a half hours trying to Google. Mm. How, okay, we're, we already talked about that. <laughs> Here we go. Going back and forth. <laughs> hey, it's episode one and I'm already going to acknowledge the major issue of the podcast. I ramble. I go back and forth. We are going to be talking about one talking point and 15 minutes later I'm going to re-bring it up for absolutely no reason. I'm just preparing you guys, okay? I'm a very, very random person. I'm a Libra. I am all over the fucking place so be prepared. See, Sonya's is good. I think we're a good combination because I'm kind of <laughs> random and all over the place but you're a little bit more grounded. You're like, bitch, you've been rambling for this bitch, you, you said that five times, literally. So, I think that's why we're just like the best combination,
0: yes, sir.
1: Okay, before we get into a little bit more about us, we're gonna just take a little bit of time to talk about what's happening in the world right now because it's kind of fucked. Mm-hmm. 2020, uh, scary. Okay, shit's been scary, first and foremost. Obviously, if you don't know this, you probably live under a rock, but with George Floyd and the whole Black Lives Matter movement. That shit's absolutely crazy. We've been doing as much as we can to help in our current situation, which is obviously donating here and there when we can and signing petitions to try to help. I'm not going to lie, at the beginning of this, I was like, how do we change? How do we make a change? And I think that's something that a lot of people are stuck with right now is like, what do we do? But in the end, it really is in everyone participating a little bit that can ultimately change for the better in the long run yeah
0: i also think that it's important that this isn't just like one of those you know social media like explosions mm-hmm. that, that soon like dies off i think this needs to continue for a while if we want to see change because for sure. if we just forget about it like i don't mm-hmm. think anything's gonna happen A 100
1: percent. and why don't we even boil down on that topic even more to the word change change is something that a lot of people unfortunately fear but it's actually really necessary to move on in your life If you are listening to this and you are comfortable with where you are in your life, let me tell you, you're doing something wrong. Change leads to growth, which leads to evolving, and it is extremely necessary in your life. So stop fearing change and start embracing it. I feel like we're following so many outdated rules and laws that we need to change, and I think our generation is really going to be the generation to change this fucking world, because we don't put up with bullshit. We really don't. I think we should just do a quick little 20-second summary of 2020, okay? First, we had the Australian wildfires. Then we had the death of the legend, Dairy Kobe Bryant then we had a global pandemic the George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement and now riots and
0: looting like 2020 has been a shitty fucking year so far like, I think it's gonna be cool to like look back like I, sure. I feel like right now it's so weird to me because what like thinking about it right now I don't feel like anything that serious is happening but like what this is gonna be in textbooks people like yeah. kids are gonna read this and be like nah you know this. This is the
1: very first podcast yeah. episode, and we did want to be very much so based on us, and so you guys can get to know us better. <clears throat> Sonia, <laughs> the next segment of this podcast is we're gonna talk about how we met. Okay, these two inspirational idiots. It was meant to be. It was fate that we met because we're producing this fire content for you guys. So i'm already sucking our dick and we haven't even put out one <laughs> single episode i'm like mm, we're kind of like the number one podcast in the world we have like four <laughs> listeners
0: How will be fucking mad so
1: sony and i both went to high school together but we were both in very 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 different crowds which i think is like an important talking point because it shows like kind of how different our personalities yeah. are yeah
0: and how we've changed. And yeah. how we've changed.
1: We've really changed. We have really changed. So me personally, I was always the extrovert in high school. I went from friend group to friend group. I was friends with essentially everybody. And I loved being way
0: too extra. Where Sonia was a little bit more introverted. Yeah. I kind of stuck to my small little group, which was like literally one person. And then the rest were um, crackheads. Um, yes sir yeah i kind of got mixed up mixed up in the wrong crowd at the like literally on my second day or first day of high school a drug dealer texted me and was like let's like hang out and i was like oh yep (laughs) and it just went downhill from there but once i got to i think it was grade what grade did we meet senior year grade 11 or grade 12 I think we met before but we got close in senior year I'm trying to think it was definitely grade 12 yeah
1: yeah so in 12th grade we had a mutual friend that introduced us which was a crazy bitch
0: okay she's
1: one of those toxic friends that you just think is your best friend because you're in high school and you don't have any other options Mm -hmm. okay first of all don't get me wrong I hate talking badly about people (laughs) but this doesn't count if you know me personally you know I fucking hate talking shit about people but there's we both something...
0: we we both preach to the gods that like talking negative about other people will just bring like super bad shit upon you and like yes. it's just super but irrelevant there is select people in the <laughs> universe
1: who deserve it and this girl is one of them okay i know i'm a very dramatic person but i'm not dramatizing this at all i think this is the very first time i've ever encountered a sociopath which was difficult because she was also one of our close friends, so you're kind of blind to it. And I am always the person that gives everyone the benefit of the doubt, but let me
0: tell you first, Sometimes you shouldn't be that person. Okay. To be fair, we gave her the benefit of the doubt for like five years. Like, <laughs> yeah, we gave her chances, but she just she just kept proving to us that she was slightly psychotic. So yeah. we decided it's okay to... though. Everyone's a little slightly think, psychotic, no, yeah, but not like literally psych. Like she was literally psycho. Psycho.
1: I also want to give this a little trying to turn this into a lesson and a little bit of value just listen to your gut okay if there is a million red flags don't try to think of the green flags because they don't exist and you're making mm-hmm. them up in your head yeah. let me tell you that first because she's one of those friends where I was like no she's not doing anything wrong but she was doing everything wrong yeah. anyways the moral of the story is this toxic person is what initially glued us together and obviously throughout I think a year of us all being friends we uh, cut the other one off And obviously, there was a huge reason why, but
0: that's an entire episode on its own. (laughs) I feel like we didn't mention why, like, she was glue. She was glue because uh, she introduced me to Kylie, essentially. Like, I would have never talked to Kylie in a million years if it wasn't for this girl. So, she basically kind of just got, like, me mixed in with like Kylie's friend group. We actually got along really well yeah. and then we just decided that it would be better if she wasn't a part of it anymore.
1: I think we should talk about our first bonding experience as well because, you know, Sonia and I, were <laughs> mentally a lot more mature than people our age, but we're also six-year-olds at heart, <laughs> which is good. You really need the balance of both. I do think that is the best way to live your life is to be a little bit of everything. So, this is when we were in high school. We were in more of our party phase, which we're not really in anymore. We kind of got over that. Which, no, I like going
0: to parties sometimes, but, like, it's obviously, like, a huge high school, college thing more so, you know? We kind of were like, we need to be doing something every weekend, and it needs to involve alcohol. Yes. we've grown past that.
1: Yes, and you should, too. (laughs) Anyways.
0: (laughs) When the time's right. Yeah,
1: we'll talk about that after, but I think we should tell the story time of Laurier. Yeah.
0: So basically for like random like irrelevant holidays, yes. universities throw these like massive parties yes. that everyone goes to we obviously went (laughs) and
1: yeah so me sonia and our friend group decided to go to laurier for saint patrick's day which is in around toronto ontario if you guys know where that is so it's this huge street party where everyone just gets blackout drunk and walks around on a street that's about all it is but we were so excited for this and honestly every high school and university or college student is because fuck school, right? (laughs) You live for this weekend, basically. Yes, especially if you go to Laurier. Mm -hmm. And Laurier, I think, is probably one of the top party schools in Canada. Like, they go hard.
0: Yeah, they They go hard. They
1: really do. So we kind of bonded over crackheads. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You might be a little concerned slash confused. You're like, what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Basically, you know, we're in high school. We're broke bitches, and so is our friends. So we decide to stay at the most divine 1.5 star hotel we could find motel 6 <laughs> <laughs> and that is the day i almost honestly started.
0: worse than motel 6 probably within the terrifying. first 5 minutes of us getting there we were literally unloading our shit into the hotel room and somebody started catcalling us yep. if you don't know what that is it's basically just like a pimp or somebody who like thinks you're a, like a stripper or a prostitute like, like yeah. calling on you to like do work for them which is
1: you're leaving out the most important part this was an 89 year old man he was a fucking grandfather he's like hey you guys working tonight i was like 16 or like 17 i'm like bitch uh i don't think so i thought you're my uber eats wendy's deliverer like i was so concerned i was terrified anyways basically we got blackout drunk and it really was the bonding
0: point and start to our friendship. Mm. We literally ended up in like five different res apartments. Like, we, oh, we don't even know. Oh who my we God, were. we got charges
1: mm-hmm. too. Our <laughs> friends got yeah. charges. Yeah. Underage drinking. We went through it. We went weekend. through that mm-hmm. shit. And then there was Kevin.
0: Should we talk about Kevin? Oh my god, Kevin. (laughs) There is nothing to learn from this story. It's just funny. (laughs) Yeah, okay.
1: Like we said at the beginning of this podcast, we're going to be giving you value and entertainment, okay? So this is a little story time. This is a bit more of an entertainment. There's not a lot of value you can get from this story. It's just funny. It's just funny. (laughs) So basically, this motel had a bunch of other university and college students. One of them was this beautiful group of people okay we bonded with them we went in the they room- were amazing yeah we bonded with them we went in their room we hung out we had a good time one of our friends almost fucked eight of them but that's besides the point so you know we're all drunk having a good time we go out we come back and they are past the point of hammered okay they're past the point of being okay they are mentally on a whole different dimension. So who this, the fuck is Kevin? So this guy named Kevin, okay, he was chill. He was like, what, like 19, 20? I don't know. Who knows,
0: but we were close with them.
1: Yeah, so we <laughs> walked by to get some, like, ice, okay, down the hall. We walk back. There's three ambulances. There's police officers, firefighters outside of Kevin's room. Literally
0: in the matter of, like, five minutes. Like, so we're concerned. Obviously, who wouldn't be, right? Because <laughs> Kevin was our fucking friend. Yeah. What do we do?
1: We asked them, hey, what the fuck happened to Kevin? <laughs> he goes, well, Kevin jumped off the bed and hit his head. And I was like. And then we started running
0: around what? screaming,
1: three little, little monkeys. monkeys jumping on the bed. <laughs> One fell off and bumped his blonde bitch in the proof. Brittany was down the hall like, what the what did you say about Kevin? Yeah. This was like Kevin's crush. Okay. <laughs> We're like, okay, Brittany. There's one of you. There's six of us. Are you really trying to scrap right now? <laughs> Anyways, Brittany was freaking out. She's like, she started crying. She at first she was angry, and then she was crying. She called the police <laughs> yeah. on us and goes, "These girls at the end of the hall are talking shit about my friend." Group. They're
0: starting rumors about us. Like Kevin. Who do
1: you think you are? <laughs>
0: um no we were just saying exactly what your friend group told us it's
1: such like a dumb high school story but it was so funny she called the police on us because we were spreading rumors about her friend group like you're 20 take (laughs) off your diaper anyways it was funny and then this cracked out security guard her name was fucking probably bertha i think she was the stripper that the grandpa was calling and thought was us initially the (laughs) prostitute Anyways, she was like this cracked out 70-year-old lady walking up and down the halls <laughs> pretending to be a security card. No, she, she was is. in a
0: nightgown. I don't know who she thought she was. I think we came to the conclusion that she lives there
1: at a motel. Uh,
0: and she was trying to get to sleep. She kept saying she I, I remember she was like, I have work in the morning, guys. Can you please go into your and room? She's acting like we were in some luxurious no, like yeah. bitch, This is a fucking motel
1: beside Laurier. <laughs> the Who paramedics
0: do you think you are? the police, Bertha, whatever the fuck, were all treating us like we were on an elementary school trip. They were like, yep. okay. Go into your room. It's time to go to sleep now. Like, what the fuck? Yeah.
1: Wait, there's two people. There's the real security (laughs) guard and the fake old lady grandma security guard. So the real security guard told her, like, you have no authority here. Get the fuck out. Stop trying to act like a security guard. She kept, like, coming to her rooms being, like, just saying random shit.
0: I've lived here for five years. I know. (laughs)
1: Like, do you think I'd give a fuck if you lived in (laughs) the end of a motel closet? I'm literally here for one day. Let me have fun. Like. (laughs) Anyways, moral of the story is... The security guard told us he would kick us out if we didn't (laughs) go into our bedrooms. Like, a fucking elementary school field trip. Yeah. Anyways, that was a fun little story time on how we bonded over crackheads. (laughs) Let's move on to the next segment.
0: How we are nothing like that anymore.
1: (laughs) The next segment is how we are evolved. Like Sonny said. How we grown from that. I think
0: the first step to growth for us, like we mentioned earlier, was, like, cutting out those toxic friendships. Yeah, like we mentioned already. We took a big step and kind of just, like, cut everyone off. And, yes. like, everyone – but I mean everyone. Like, even just having certain people on my Instagram, like, seeing them, it was just, like, oh, Like, you know, it kind yeah. of just – it, ste- it sets you like three steps backwards. You put yeah. yourself like four steps forward, and they're just like it's just they're just there, and you're like, ugh.
1: Yeah, I also feel like that's very much like a high school thing. People are friends with everyone because it's like this toxic ass environment. But after like high school or college is over, you realize like, yeah. wow, I
0: don't really like you guys. You constantly just feel the need to like be involved in their life and know what they're doing, but it's but like, but you oh, don't care. Who cares, really? It, yeah, it in the grand scheme, like losing a
1: couple shitty friends, it might be hard because sometimes these friends are friendships you've had for so long especially Sonia one of her friendships she's had her whole life but just think of the grand scheme of your life and how beneficial it is to cut out those toxic friendships yeah
0: and I mean I'm not gonna sit here and tell you guys that I cut everyone out because obviously there are some people who don't necessarily do anything bad to you You just keep them at a distance, you know? They're just, like, they're there, but they're just at a distance. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I think it's also super important to surround yourself with people who are moving in the same direction as you. Like, me personally and Kylie, too, we were surrounded by people who had a lot of different, like, end goals, which is fine. That's normal in high school. Everybody has their own own plans. But I think as you start getting older and start maturing and you know what you want in life and you know where you want to be, I think it's important to just surround yourself with people who are trying to get to the same place as you are essentially.
1: Yeah. It doesn't have to be the exact same end goal, more so like-minded people. Yes. You know, they have to be on the same mindset and playing field as you. Mm -hmm. I think another step to our evolution was definitely changing our mindsets. The past year of me being out of high school, I have learned more in this one year than i have my entire life i've been reading so many perspective books meditating we're huge we're both huge advocates for the law of attraction manifestation and we both
0: kind of became like super well-rounded this year i feel like and i uh, like to add to that like i think we have like a little bit of evidence that it works Like yes <laughs> which is the next talking point it has really been helping i can't even describe to you guys if somebody like a year ago would have said you can manifest like anything you want i would have been like shut up i like, would have ah. like bitch shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah. go do a
1: line of crack
0: yeah literally but like now it's it, so it's different real. like it's, it is real we've confirmed it's it.
1: real the law of attraction manifestation is real the universe is on your side if you believe in yourself and work hard towards your goals it's bound to fucking happen i'm excited to teach you guys that because and also learn with you don't i don't want you guys to think we're perfect and know everything and we're telling you guys what to do with your life because you know what there's room for growth and learning for everyone yeah we're Definitely nowhere near where we want to be, but we've taken a good leap, and yeah. I think that leap started up this podcast. So. And I think
0: taking the leap is the hardest part, and we're here to help you with that
1: for sure. And then one day we're gonna look back on this and be like, "We thought we knew something. Yeah, <laughs> we knew, we knew, we don't know shit. I know that we don't know anything yeah. compared to what we're going to know." No. But anyways, a little bit about manifestation. Um, we're gonna talk about one situation that recently happened that was actually crazy mm. so at this current point of time when we're filming this podcast I have 194,000 YouTube subscribers in quarantine we did a video where I dyed Sonia and I's hair and it was a fun video it didn't get that many views it probably got like started off with like 30 to 40k We really
0: thought nothing of it. we didn't think
1: much <laughs> of it but right
0: after we filmed it like the way we are we're like hey, let's do a little bit of manifestation. Even before, I can say for myself, I don't know if you did it, but like the day before I told you this, I watched Brad Mondo's videos day after day after day for those of you who don't know brad mondo is like a huge youtuber hairstylist that reacts to people's hair videos not even that he like teaches a bunch of stuff about hair and stuff so i me i was watching it and i was like okay i got this like because i was extremely afraid that my hair was gonna fall out or like i don't even know go green i was heavily invested into all his videos and then i came to kylie's house and i was like hey like maybe brad mondo will watch this i was like <laughs> heck yeah anyways
1: Even in the video, we preface it in first person as if he's watching it. We're like, Brad Mondo's watching this right now, like, crying. That's weird. What happened one month later? He fucking reacted to Um, it. That's so weird. Which is crazy because I'm not, like, a huge, huge... Like, I'm a micro-influencer, so that was really cool. And I've been watching his videos for years, (laughs) so that was, like, really, really exciting for me. And that's just one thing. Mm -hmm. This video... Also made it to fucking television, (laughs) national television. CBS reached out to us. They were doing this quarantine episode, haircut night in America, where celebrities were doing their hair at home. And then they had like segments of people doing their hair at home, like the videos of it. And my fucking video was featured on TV as well, which is like. Not a normal occurrence for us yeah. right now.
0: Wild. Really wild. It
1: totally was random and it's just crazy because we totally just manifested that. We, I was mad. I remember seeing the views and I was like, this needs to do better. And I said,
0: it will do better. And it just did better in other ways we didn't even expect. And it's crazy too because like recently we've been super like spiritual. Mm-hmm. Just like we've been learning and dabbling in different uh, areas. For of, sure. Of stuff like that. And I guess, I don't know. Like maybe it's like, who fucking knows? Maybe it's all the energy that we're... Letting mm, off. Yeah. For sure. And like I said before, we're not here to brag and tell no, you all our experiences, no. but
1: we're here to teach you how to create your own experiences.
0: Literally any one of you can do that too. You like, can manifest any one anything you. you want.
1: Google a couple videos on the law of attraction and manifestation and I promise you it will change your life. And it's really interesting too. I mean, why would you want to be closed-minded? The people that are listening to this right now and have doubts, like you got to change that mindset. You got to be open to learning new things because that ultimately just like opens your mind and creates a better life for yourself. So mm-hmm. why wouldn't you want to do that, you know? Yeah. I think we should talk about where we were at the, at the end of high school. I knew right when I graduated I was not going to post-secondary school, but there was that programming (laughs) in the back of my head that was like you need to go because that's the traditional route and that's what everyone else is doing. So I applied and I got accepted into universities and I got enrolled into a university, but I never even went to the first day (laughs) because I knew deep down I wasn't going to do the traditional nine to five route. And don't get me wrong, it's okay if you do that, but it's definitely not for everybody and it totally wasn't for me. But when I met Sonia, she was initially going down
0: more of a traditional route. She was in college to be a vet. You want to talk a little bit about that? I did go to college. I definitely didn't think that I had any other option. Like being in high school, like you kind of really have to have had like someone or something kind of separate you from the rest of everyone else 100 otherwise you just that is where you're going
1: the teachers and the whole education system is so so closed-minded they don't teach you anything you actually need to
0: know to fucking succeed in life mm-hmm. and i'm talking about like more so high school definitely even just your parents too if i graduated high school and told my mom right away or my dad or anyone that i didn't want to go to school i would probably have um, no legs or arms. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that same. I was like that for a yeah. bit, but... So, once- I was definitely, it was a, definitely a mix of, like, kind of feeling forced, but I did it, and I went to school for being a vet, and I lasted a semester, and then dropped out. I think the first <laughs> weekend, you texted me, you are like, I don't want to be a vet for the yeah. rest of my life, and I'm like, why are you there? <laughs> yeah, see, like, in my mind, I was like, well, okay, if I'm gonna go to school, and if I'm gonna be something for the rest of my life, I might as well play with like puppies or something all day that was what was in my head (laughs) that was just wrong that was not the right um approach yeah that's not but that's the thing that's what you're taught
1: right it's like you need to do one thing the rest of your life which isn't fucking true they teach you a bunch of bullshit and i i had that same like traditional mindset probably up until 11th grade when i changed my perspective you know yeah which didn't come overnight But it happened, and obviously, if you're listening to this podcast and you're going down the traditional route, that is totally fine because that is a necessity to keep the world going round. Mm -hmm. You know, not everybody can have that entrepreneurial mindset, and that's okay. But both Mm -hmm. of us, personally, we just couldn't settle for... A nine-to-five
0: job and slaving our life away working for someone else yeah i don't i don't think that it's for everyone not everything is for everyone you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like like i don't want to shit on the traditional
1: jobs because that's great like if you if your whole lifelong
0: dream is to be a nurse then go and be
1: a fucking nurse Mm -hmm. but my whole lifelong dream was i want to travel the world and in my mind I was like oh I'll be a marine biologist so I can go to the beach for six months out of the year literally
0: that's what I remember I remember like planning my lifelong job around what I enjoy doing it's like why not just do that like exactly why do I need to go to school and get a job for the rest of my life that revolves around what I actually want to do like that's mm -mm. exactly that's the whole point is you got to take your fucking hobbies and monetize it
1: because guess what it is possible take the things you enjoy doing in life and make that your job and that's what I did this year we started creating art I did YouTube videos content creation I started business I'm just doing literally absolutely everything because that's what I enjoy doing a little bit of everything that's subjective to me obviously but even if you have a traditional job on the freaking weekends like turn your hobbies into your job if you like making music make freaking music. You like art? Sell your artwork. You like
0: baking? Sell your desserts, you know? (laughs) Definitely give yourself a lot of financial freedom because I I guarantee you it will feel so much better when you don't feel like you have to show up to this nine-to-five job every single day. Like, why not just take a week off? Who cares if you get fired because you already took a week off? Like, it's just those kinds of things that, like, why stress about it? You have one life to live and you're going to choose to to just throw it away in one job that you don't actually like. Yes, like, and this is That's speaking to people who don't yeah, like their job. This
1: is speak, keep in mind, this is for, From two people's perspectives that don't like doing one thing their whole life. There's totally people out there that wouldn't mind spending their whole life doing one thing, which is totally okay. But we're more so speaking to the people who feel a little stuck, who feel a little confused, who might not want to do the traditional route, but they feel the need to because that's what their parents and society is forcing down their throat. Mm -hmm. And we're just here to be that outlet and that voice to let you know, it's okay to not be like everyone else. It's okay to do something different. You know, like Sonny said, we all have one life. Like live your life the way you fucking want to, not the way other people
0: tell you to yeah it's just not worth it why waste all that time doing something you don't actually feel 100 percent about
1: but yeah basically i'm just really excited to knowledge transfer the things we know to you guys as well as learn with you we're going to end off this first episode with a q a slash advice section we're going to be doing this at the end of every single episode so you guys can add our instagrams at kylie iris and at sonia carpenzano or at dirty truth with two h's at the end and we're going to be doing the q a on there dm us your questions or respond to our stories for a chance to be featured on our podcast super exclusive i don't know why you wouldn't want to do that join the dirty truth gang oh that's another thing dm us names we should call you guys because we're still trying to figure that out the first question we received is from Liv, and it says what is your best advice for a breakup Ooh. this is a good one. Sonia and I have definitely been through a handful of breakups. And personally, my key pointer is just find a fucking rebound. <laughs> and this might be terrible advice, but I have dated almost every single one of my rebounds after.
0: Huh. Is that bad advice? it's kyle was a rebound and we've been dating for two years yeah sometimes the rebounds are just meant to be i don't have that much experience to like to back myself up because i've literally only had one like actual long-term boyfriend but i definitely did date my rebound right (laughs) and it (laughs) might have been his best Best friend friend? It's always the best friend. Shit.
1: (laughs) That's so funny. I feel like every girl goes through that at one point where it's something to do with like the best friend. Yeah. Every girl goes through that at one point in their life. Think about it. The best way to change your feelings about a boy is to fall in love with someone new. Mm -hmm. But make sure your rebound is rebound worthy. Yeah. Okay. Make sure
0: he's going to look at him and be like, shit,
1: she did do
0: better. (laughs) Yeah. There
1: is some key pointers that you need to check off. We could do a whole podcast just about that. (laughs) Yeah. Someone said, do you guys smoke weed? Okay, well you're talking to two ex stoners. <laughs> I was a stoner for probably like one year. Sonia was a stoner for like five. <laughs> for like all of high school. <laughs> but see, that wasn't necessarily you, but it
0: was more so the people you yeah, surrounded It was with. The, the group I chose to be around. It was kind of just like the thing to do. And I hated it, and I still hate it to this day. It makes me so paranoid. I've had a
1: lot of fucking terrible experiences with weed, but I'm very optimistic and I'm not gonna talk too much shit on it because I do know helps some people yeah. i do have friends with anxiety and mental health issues where it's like this golden apple of savior mm-hmm. but for both of us personally it's the complete opposite it is the fucking breath to my paranoia mm-hmm. it is the absolute worst thing for both of us i haven't smoked weed since i was 14 years old because i went through such a life-changing experience i was in and out of the hospital for four and a half years after smoking really fucked laced weed and that is a whole 10 podcasts on its own I've been writing a book about that since I was 14 and maybe one day that'll come out but yes so me personally
0: I have a lot I've had a lot of terrible experiences with weed I definitely don't ever smoke it anymore the last time i smoked it i greened out if anyone knows that term I, so i basically just puked a lot <laughs> for like the entire night and i sat there and my face was pale and i was overthinking everything i thought the ambulance and police were like it was just a yeah. nightmare
1: it was torture we it's definitely <laughs> one of those things where it's like great for you or like the absolute hell yeah like it's one or other there's no in between mm-hmm Someone says, do you believe in reincarnation? These are some deep talking points. I like this. Last time it was like, um, what's, what's your, your dog breed? Color <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> These are some deep talking points which we love. Yeah. So personally I'm a very, very spiritual person. This past year I've completely changed my outlook on religion and everything of that sort. I genuinely believe when you die, you go wherever you believe. If you believe in heaven, you go to heaven. If you believe believe in hell, you go to hell. If you believe in reincarnation, then you come back as a fucking bird that is just my outlook
0: on the world but obviously it's totally subjective yeah. to everyone i don't think i can't help myself but believe in everything like i just a, believe a little, in everything yeah a little bit of everything is interesting to me i don't not believe in anything like i yeah. think everything is just so cool that it po- like could be a possibility that i'm like well maybe yeah we're, it we're is. both very open minded so reincarnation would be cool if you could come back in this world what would you choose to come back Shit. as? see my answer is so boring i would just want to be a human again like I don't you be, uh, really uh, i would no i just would love to just see be I'm so again. bipolar
1: a part of me is like a bear or an ant like I just have
0: no idea a dolphin that'd be nice
1: Ella said what made you guys want to start a podcast mm. basically Sonia <laughs> and I are the type of friends that we just have a little chat and it turns into an 8 hour spiel that goes by in 30 seconds and we're like wow we kind of need a podcast mm-hmm. because we can talk for hours and it just has value to us so why not bring value to other people it was literally so
0: spontaneous like yeah. I don't even remember like what it was like we were just like wanted to we start a podcast? a podcast
1: for a long time yeah. I was going to do it individually but I'm like fuck that yeah. like let's do it with my best yeah. friend and make this shit lit <laughs> so that's how we got here Someone said tips on starting a podcast girl i need your tips i I, we have no idea don't ask us we literally watched every video on youtube on how to start a podcast and then we just sent it Mm -hmm. tess asked advice for someone who wants to start a youtube channel that's all you that's on me okay um Honestly, I think my very first advice would be just to learn to not give a fuck about what everyone else thinks. Read a couple perspective books and change your mindset a little because that's something I wish I did earlier on. I've been doing YouTube since fourth grade, I believe. Every other year I start it, I get made fun of it, I delete it, I restart, and that is my biggest regret with my career. I always think back and wonder where I would be right now if I didn't delete all my videos and restart my channel because one person made a mean comment at my school. Fuck everyone else's opinion because I promise you in the long run of your life, a random blonde bitch's opinion in your high school is not going to affect your life. It's I not. think it's
0: also a big jealousy thing. When people see that you have, like, the courage and confidence to go out oh, and yeah. post a video, they're like... They instantly want to tear you down because they mm-hmm. know what it can become. And if they see that you have the drive, they're like, uh-uh. People get jealous of that yeah, shit. Yeah, they do. When you have something in you that they don't, they get super jealous. So we're doing ignore really, them. We did really good this time. <laughs> Sorry, I going to say that. Another thing is
1: just to also change your perspective on hate. You have to understand when people are hating on you, it comes from a place of
0: them being insecure. I think people who take the time to hate on you, are people who come from a super dark, sad place. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of insecurities. For sure. And they... they see in you is something they wish they had
1: when people talk shit about you it's really them talking shit about themselves they let their own insecurity shine mm-hmm. when they talk shit on you yeah and i'm telling you this because i promise you if you're in this day and age and you're trying to get into social media youtube tiktok instagram whatever you're going to do there will be people in your school or your friends around you that will shit on you There's unless a... you're with good friends and if you plan not. to
0: get big hate is a thing oh yeah If, if it's you acceptable. cannot please everybody i
1: fucking love hate though yeah my haters are my biggest motivators like nothing gave me more of a drive than like graduating high school and random bitches from my high school texting me being like you're not gonna succeed can't wait to see you working at walmart in three years like i love that because i'm they're gonna be working for me Mm -hmm. like oh my god thanks susan i can't wait for you to be my employee in a year (laughs) but you know it's just that drive you really gotta have a strong mindset and honestly quite a bit of confidence to get into social media so before you show yourself to the world Really make sure to have a lot of self-love and just go into it with a strong mindset. Somebody (laughs) asked, um, are we moving in with our boyfriends or plan to? So Kyle and I were supposed to get an apartment this summer, but obviously because of the virus and everything going on in the world, we decided to hold off and push it to a better date. I think both Sonia's relationship and my relationship, which we didn't even mention, we've both been dating um guys for the exact same amount of time we both started dating our boyfriend in september 2018 so it's almost been two years uh for both of us which Mm -hmm. is exciting that's so cool eh yeah that is it's the same time we're both the type of people that never really settle you know, yes, I will be moving in with Kyle, but I'll probably have a place with Sonia in Florida and a place in New York City, you know? Like, I just kind of want to be everywhere. I hate settling down and being in one place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I could see us living together, and Kyle
0: always talks about him living with his friends as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot that we have to go through first before we start, you know, like, settling down with our significant yeah. others. Like my boyfriend, he does hockey and he probably will be traveling to a lot of different states. We're definitely not in any spot to live together.
1: <gasps> Ooh, this is Sammy, we got some good questions for my Instagram. Okay, Sammy asks... What's some advice you would give to your
0: old self? I'd hey, be like, hey, don't fucking study for that algebra test. It doesn't matter. That's what I would say. Like, <laughs> I'd
1: probably be like, stop stressing about a, a math quiz. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter in your life. I just remember crying in high school every day. I know. Because I would put myself through hell, like, taking seven university classes
0: and... It's like, bro, you didn't even go to school. I actually take that back. I never studied. Like, what? <laughs> what am I saying? No, I, did, I was I that never person stressed. that
1: always stressed. I never stressed.
0: What Overthinking is
1: my middle name. So I would try to go back and talk myself out of creating myself into an anxiety pit.
0: I'd probably tell myself to stop smoking weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be friends with people. I would have probably told my
1: old self to never even start smoking yeah. weed. That concludes this week's episode and the very first episode of The The Dirty Dirty Truth. Truth. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see See you you next Thursday. Thursday. Peace!